Patrick Radio. Live radio. Out of New York. Representing East Coast. Preaching the truth without compromise for the last generation. Watchmen Radio. Watchmen Radio. Live radio. Out of New York. Representing East Coast. Watchmen Radio. Preaching the truth without compromise for the last generation. Watchmen Radio. Watchmen Radio. Live radio. Out of New York. Representing East Coast. Watchmen Radio. Preaching the truth without compromise for the last generation. Watchmen Radio. All right, Watchmen Radio broadcasting actually live on YouTube. Hopefully. So we're going to do a uh, podcast, mini broadcast here. And uh, probably probably get end time gray beard on. Let's see if I can get Alan on uh, Skype. This is just uh, pretty wild. Gray's gone. So, yeah, Al. Yeah. Hey, something worked. All right, so you could do a video if you want. What do you mean I could do a video? What does that well, mean? Well, if you wanted, I, I could put you through because uh, we're streaming on YouTube. So if you want. If it's you up want to you. To. I'd, have to sh- I'd have to shower and shave to actually Okay, look yeah. If you don't want to Hollywood square yourself, it's fine. Because I'm literally <laughs> Are you in my Aquaman underwear right now. So what we're, we're going to do you, here. Yeah. Um, let me check the free conference call. All right, JV's in there. We're going to have to... Um, uh, let's see if we could actually patch JV in. That would be interesting. Okay, um, let me um, use the restroom and and tell me, give me five minutes notice before you well, want like me to have my like broadcasting live right now. How about that? And okay. you want to go pee? I, I do want to go pee. All right, well, we're live. Everybody on YouTube knows right now. That's great. So can you hurry um, back this- like, you know, you knew we started at 1230? Uh, I... Didn't quite grasp that. Can you get an astronaut moment. bag? Like, uh, no, I, I don't have an astronaut bag. I was just going to go use the toilet. Well, they make a wee wee pump. It attaches to your leg. So we're going to be taking a GoFundMe for Alan's wee wee pump uh, to keep him live on the air. How about that? I'm going to patch yeah. in. All right, hurry back. Let me see if I can get JB to come through. Okay. All right, bye. Bye. Is he hanging up or what? No, I mean, I'll mute my phone. All right, yeah, yeah. You know what? I'll call you back. Okay, all right, bye. This guy knows we're supposed to be doing a show, and he goes, you know what? Let's wait until the exact time the show starts, and I'll say, I got to go pee now. How about that? So that's exactly what just happened there. Let's see if this thing works here. How do we... uh... Uh, Brother JV, you hear me? Hello? How do we unmute him? You know what? Let's end Q&A. Q&A session is over. And how do we unmute him? Yeah, sorry. I had to... Uh... Oh, you were muted? 
Yeah, no, no, no. I, I had to pick up another line. My cousin. Had oh to yeah, call me. fine. Sorry, Richard. All right, so brother JV. Uh, Amen. He's uh, on with us now in the Watching Radio broadcast, and um, you know what? You might as well participate in the broadcast. How about that? Oh, I would love to. Wouldn't Thank that you, be Richard. interesting? Love it. Thank you. All right, so Praise let's because uh, brother James is. I'm supposed to. You know what? I'm wondering if I can patch. Oh, you know what? I should just tell James to call in. But hold on for one minute. Let me see if I could get sure. the sure. brother Wee Wee pad back. I wonder if we are broke. You know what? Let's see. Oh, wow. Okay. Might as well just do the desktop, right? There's the desktop. All right. So that should be just streaming the desktop. So. Let's try to get Alan back on the line. Sure. Hey, Richard. Can you Bra. hear me? Bra. What's going on? Things are great. I got my right. headset on. Is my yeah. Does JV on? hear you? Yeah. I, yeah, I do. I hear Alan. Yeah, Praise do you, the Lord. Clear. Do you hear him? Yes. Yeah, I do. Do you want to hear him? Yes, I do. (laughs) All right, so we're going to get into a little bit of a message here. You guys are participating. I'm going to patch James in in a minute. This is going to be a brief show because I got some stuff going on. Like I run over my mother's because my mother's down in Florida, and uh, I think we got another flood over there. She's got a problem with the, uh, the basement. So this is more of a test right now. We are streaming live on YouTube right now. Uh, I believe we are. Hold on. Yeah, looks like we are. So what we're going to do is um, uh, get this going. So praise God. We're going to title this message, uh, Navigating in the Spirit. Because as believers, we have to start learning how to bind and loose. So let's just go over some scriptures real quick. And I do want to touch on some current events. Uh, I want to give some examples of what I've learned. You know, 20 somewhat years ago when I started watching radio, I didn't know as much as I know now. Okay, so I've learned a great deal more from just having to go through attacks, demonic attacks, doing more witnessing, doing more exploits and healings in Jesus' name. You just tend to learn more uh, as you get more experience. Does that make sense? So what I want to do here is go over some experiences I've had where the Lord actually taught me about binding and loosing. Okay, It started off 22 years ago. Uh, Of course, I attended a deliverance church, Pastor uh, Holtzhauser, uh, gospel revivals in uh, Mount Sinai when I was a child. I watched mass deliverances take place uh, when I was about nine. When Worley used to come there, Norman Parrish, uh, a lot of patriarchs in the deliverance movement back then, which was really growing at the time. However, uh, you know, my parents stopped taking me there, and um, years later I returned after I had the the near-death experience where I was out of my body, and I almost, I, I guess I was dead. That's near death, right? So, because of seeing the demons, I went back to that church because I remembered as a child. However, 
um, I had to learn binding and loosing. This is a key element in everyone's walk. If you're going to navigate in the spirit realm, uh, you're a spiritual person, whether you want to deal with it or not. And this is something that Christians have to get more educated in. We can't look at things in the natural. We have to start in the spirit realm, fight there. You know what? Let's just bring up the scripture. Uh, okay, yeah, let's just, let's, let's start here. Okay, for we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against rulers of darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places, which is really heavenly places. Remember that. Remember that word, heavenly places. High places here is really heavenly places. You understand? Yeah. So, if we know we're dealing with demons in heavenly places, high places, how do we deal with them? Jesus gave us the keys right here. I give you the keys to the kingdom of heaven. Whatsoever you will bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. Whatever thou shalt loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. Okay, these are the keys. You have authority in the spirit realm. Okay, you see a lot of witches and warlocks. They're binding also. What they'll do is they'll take a uh, effigy uh, and they'll they'll make an effigy out of a, a pillow. You see in Ezekiel talking about them sewing pillows. That's talking about witchcraft. However, you'll see witches uh, take an effigy and they'll start binding it with with uh, with uh, twine or uh, some type of um, yarn. They'll cord that person up as they're hexing them, imagining hate, imagining anger as they're doing it. Uh, they're, they have some understanding of binding and loosing, okay? They do. However, we are at a higher spiritual plane than witches and warlocks, okay? Amen. I know a lot of you don't get it, but we operate in a higher level. They have a the threefold return. We're operating in sevenfold return, Okay. Just because you don't astral project, which uh, they they mind meditate to do that, the Lord can also take you out of the body to see what they're doing, which has happened to Maria, my wife, a few times. Okay, the Lord will take you into the spirit and show you what's going on and reveal names uh, and what they're doing. Okay, so, however, we have to be open to this. So this is really a lesson on how to take authority over things that are manifesting in the natural around you or take authority over something that has not manifested in the natural yet or something you do not want to manifest into the natural, okay? So we do this by binding and loosing. Jesus said he has made us a king and a priest. You're a combo meal. You're a combo package. You should just get up every morning and just say, I am a combo package for for the kingdom. Uh, Jesus made me a king and a priest. And he also said, he's giving me keys. Oh, wow. Oh, this is getting real interesting. 
Amen. Jesus said in Revelation 1, I have he has made you a king and a priest. Amen. Number one. Number two, he says in Matthew 16, 19, I'm giving you keys. Look up keys, it has to do with authority. Now, when you just take those two in Revelation 1 and in Matthew 16, verse 18, just those two, you start to say, wait, wait a minute. This is a lot of authority we're talking about here because I've been made a king and a priest. And then he's given me keys. And I'm like, wow, whatever I bind on earth is bound in heaven. This is getting real interesting. But how do I use this? I'm going to tell you how to use it. Okay? I know what I'm telling you works because I've done it. 23 years ago, uh, I was having, I used to have panic attacks. Years ago, I played with a Ouija board. Must have been uh, 1992. And once I did that, uh, I started to get panic attacks right after that. Like racing heart. I'd fall on the floor. It was horrifying. Okay. Um, This went on for years. I had the near-death experience in 2000, January 1st, 1st of 2000. James is calling on Skype. Cool. Uh, Hold on. Hello? What's going on? Yeah, hold on. We're just going over a little bit message. You want to chime in? You you want to hold on? Sure, I'll listen okay, for a little bit. On. We got Alan on. We got Brother JV on. JV, Hi, you hear? Uh, yes, you hear I do. I hear Brother okay, James. Okay, good. All right, so let me get into this. Um, so 22 somewhat years ago, I, I had this. Um, well, that, that might have been inside the 20 years. 21 years ago, I, I was having panic attacks. Okay, so at this time, what I did was I just took my hand as it was happening in the middle of the night. This is ex- like 2.30 in the morning. I said, I I bind this foul force of panic attacks like that. Okay? At that moment, I was on the floor gagging out some type of demon coming out of me. All right? This was just binding the demon. Okay? Just binding it. And it started to come out. I didn't even command it to come out. And I'm like, wow, this is unbelievable. Since that day, I've never had those panic attacks again. Okay? Later on, the Lord started speaking to me about binding loosing again. And um, I was on a fast. This is... uh, probably around around the time I started watching radio. And uh, I was like, wow, you know how when you're studying something, you're really hyped into the moment? You know, when you're you're reflecting on um, something spiritual, you you, you tend to be really hyped in the moment to to try to want to use it, to try to minister it, right? You're studying on evangelizing. You're studying on faith, whatever. For that moment, you want to engage it, don't you? You're excited about it. You've been studying about it. 
Now you want to engage it. It's just like if you were practicing a skill. Uh, practicing um, a certain maneuver, uh, uh, playing hockey or whatever. You, you want to engage it. So at this time, I was studying binding and loosing again. And uh, I had a fly, and I've told this story on Watch Radio for years. The old listeners, if you're, you know the story I'm going to tell. So this fly was wailing by me. I, this is as God is my witness. As God is my witness. I'm telling you this right now. This fly was going like that by my my head. I'm like, this freaking bastard. You know? So this thing, I was trying to punch it. I would like swing at it. And it would go right by my head like a flyby on me. I got so aggravated. And I, you know, I just looked at the I looked at the fly as it was going by me. I said, I bang you in Jesus' name, like that. The fly dropped on the floor. I swear to God. In Jesus' name, I'm telling you, this is the truth. I I bound you in Jesus. The thing fell on the floor and died. Okay? A Bilzy Bob flying around me. I couldn't swat it. I couldn't hit it because it was too fast for my arm. But I always I bound it in Jesus' name. Okay? Demons, devils, and even a Bilzy Bob illustration. God was trying to encourage me to get me back into the flow of binding and loosing. This is very serious, folks. If you're having a... Listen. Uh, let me get into... All right, we went over that. We wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against rulers of darkness of this world, spiritual wickedness in heavenly places. These demons are in heavenly places. Matthew 16, 19. Whatever you bind on earth, bound in heaven. You're on earth. You're in an earthly vessel. You're going to bind something in the heavenlies. You're going to lose something in the heavenlies. You're on earth, remember. However, you are going to use your keys to the kingdom to bind and loose. Because these are the keys to the kingdom of God. This is the authority you've been assigned. But you need to exercise it. Navigating your spiritual walk. When we were praying for James, he's on the line now. We were binding and severing, roping up and cord every demon and devil of parasite. You remember that dream I had of the parasite? That was real. It was a parasite demon. That dream was accurate. And the reason why I had faith in it is because of the dream. The dream gave me the direction where to bind, specifically to bind parasite demons. Brother JV was on the line, right, JV, during that time. So was Brother Allen. Are you guys still there? Yes, yes. I'm here. All right. right. Alan? Nico! I think we lost Alan. What was that? He might have went to the restroom again. Did he? (laughs) I don't. (laughs) Oh, my God. Is he gone? Hold on. It's amazing that you're talking about this, though, Rich, because... 
uh, yesterday at, at Sabbath service, I've caught on Gideon. And how Gideon I I didn't know Gideon. who he was. Is that a demon? Oh, hold on. I hear a child in the background. Hold on one second. Sure. Oh, my God. Is that... Wait, that's Alan calling in on there? Uh, hello. I'm on. I was on hold, so I hung up and called back. Let me see if I can patch James in too. Add James. You there? All right. It says it's calling James. All right. You know what? He had something interesting to say, too. James, you there? I'm here. All right, you're actually on the video feed. Yeah, I don't know why you put me on the video feed. I'm going to shut that off. Yeah, please. Because I'm just in the car. Yeah, shut the video feed off. All right. Uh, Getting back to that scripture, I know James is going to chime in on a minute there. He had had some... uh, Alan, you there? Yes. Okay, so we got Brother JV and, and Jimmy on. All right, so here's the key, all right? No pun intended. Uh, and then we're going to let James finish what he was trying to say. Um, that incident with the, the panic attacks, I only bound, the, the angels of God ministered and bound that demon. I have not had that since then. And I had it for years. Now, that was a demon in the spirit realm maneuvering against me. I bound it in Jesus' name. Get it? I'm on earth. I bound something in the heavenlies because demons are in the heavenlies. They're in this lower heaven here, right? However, uh, I also want to get into dreams in a minute. Let's just chime in where what uh, James was coming in. Redbeard, uh, continue what you were saying. Well, what I was saying is yesterday at, Sabbath service, I, I taught on Gideon, and how Gideon didn't know who he was. He, he didn't realize who he was, but Yahweh knew exactly who he was. Gideon was afraid. He, he was fearful about everything, the least in his father's house. But Yahweh, <clears throat> I'm buying that demon. Come out of uh, But Yahweh saw exactly who he was. He, he knew the strength of Gideon, even though Gideon was dealing in a spirit of fear. Scripture says that you are created a new creation in Messiah Yeshua. Is there anything that Jesus said that didn't come to pass? Absolutely not. So if you are created in him, you need to understand who you are. Because every word that comes out of your mouth when you're speaking in his authority has to come to pass. The same way that when you bound that fly, it fell to the ground. The same way we have dreams and and he speaks to us in those things. When we begin to speak his word, there is no other option than that thing coming to pass for whatever it is. Even if it seems far-fetched, like a fly falling out of the air. Those things have to come to pass because he spoke them, but the words came out of your mouth. That's right. That's that's even deeper. Yeah. Um, that's right. That's a good mindset to be in, by the way. 
<laughs> if we could get into that mindset where we're completely without doubt, uh, man, we'd be in, in greater realms, wouldn't we? But I will tell you this. Um, I went out of the Matthew sixteen nineteen for you. All right. I also want to talk about Luke 13 and what Brother James was just saying. In Luke 13, verse 12, here we're seeing an illustration of loosing. Okay. Uh, and Jesus said unto her, he called her to him and said unto her, all right, woman, thou art loosed from thine infirmity. You see what I'm saying? Do you see Jesus doing what he was talking about? It's right here. This is a gem. When you look back in Matthew 16, 19, whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. We know he was dealing with a spirit of infirmity because prior to the verse 12, it says the woman had a spirit of infirmity. I believe. Spirits of infirmity are demons. Okay? So, we look at this. Woman, thou art loosed from this infirmity. Spirit of infirmity, loosed. See it? Did you see Jesus activating in this authority? That's right. That's right. Loosed in Jesus' name. We loose the infirmity in Jesus' name. We command it to go. To loose this person. Begin to minister in this authority. Understand you've been made a king. You've been made a priest. You're a combo deal for the Lord. But we have to exercise it. We see Jesus right here exercising it. That's right. He's doing what he said he gave in us in Matthew 16, 19. It's right here. Woman, thou art loosed. We need to begin to speak to infirmities and sickness like this. Loose yourself, infirmity. Go in Jesus' name. That's right. Now, binding also. We went over that earlier, how I had that chest attack. I bound it. I bound it. And it came out anyway. I didn't have time to say loose. The angels bound it so tight, it dissipated into like a phlegm. And I've been delivered since then. Okay? Binding and loosing is the keys of the authority that you've been given, but you have to exercise it daily. Get up every day and just say, I am a spiritual person. I am a king and priest in God. I'm going to move by faith and binding and loosing. I'm going to come against situations and circumstances. I'm going to speak to that situation. I'm going to bind to this and loose this. I'm going to operate in authority in Jesus' name. Because you're an ambassador of Christ. Ambassadors have, they represent the authority of the kingdom that they're representing. So here we go. Habakkuk chapter 2, verse 2. And the Lord answered and he said, write the vision, make it plain on tables to see. Okay. Folks got to start writing their dreams down. Because by doing so, you're you're putting your dream in the faith by writing it. Habakkuk 2.2 says, write the vision. Now, 
this is a key to navigating spiritually because if it's a good dream, obviously, um, and it's showing something that's going to be coming to pass in your life, you're going to cherish that. You're going to do what the Lord said to do and write it. That's the beginning of faith by taking the dream and it says, write it, make it plain on the table to see. Then you begin to minister over that dream. Just put your hand over it after you write it. You see, this is all faith. You you see it in the word. God said to do it. Okay, I'm going to do it. Oh my God, that's so easy. I'm doing, I'm operating in faith. Isn't that amazing? Oh wow. And it says, I please God when I do that. Well, that could be good, couldn't it? So you look at um, Job thirty three fifteen. It says the Lord speaks to his children uh, in dreams and in visions at night. Okay, I'm not saying all dreams and all visions are of God. However, when we're getting something, we got like a God watermark on it. We definitely want to begin to write it. Habakkuk 2.2. 2. However, we know that God speaks to us in a dream. It says it right here in Job 33.15. If we know he speaks to us this way, it's very important to record the dreams. So by faith, we do in Habakkuk 2.2 on that dream. Now, if it's a, ter- a bad dream, write it also, but then you bind that dream. You write it down, you say, surely you will not come to pass, and I bind this dream in Jesus' name, like that. Do it a couple times a day. Daniel prayed seven times a day. If it's a good dream, you act, you use your authority to minister it and loose it. Say, I loose this dream into to manifest into this realm. I loose this dream into reality. And I bind any opposition spirits that are trying to delay this dream. I rebuke you and I bind you in Jesus' name. Surely this dream will come to pass. It might tarry, but it will come to pass. I am loosing it in Jesus' name. Okay? Do you see how you're navigating in the spirit? You're taking this seriously. You're writing it. You're a backhook two toing it. You know in Job 33.15... It says he's speaking to you that way in dreams. He says it. It's all in scripture. And uh, you're loosing it. You're using the keys that you've been given, like we see in Matthew 16, 19. You're loosing that dream into existence. That's right. You are speaking to it, and you're thanking the Lord for the outcome, and you're loosing it. You're saying, in Jesus' name, I loose this dream. I loose it into manifestation in Jesus' name, in the Lord's timing, and I thank you for it in Jesus' name. Bad dream, opposite. I bind this dream. You will surely not come to pass. I sever you, break you down, cord you in Jesus' name. You see what I'm saying? You're navigating in the spirit. If you just take this little thing I just told you and you start to do this, you could change it and alter your life, because you're getting revelation from the Lord of attacks that are coming or blessings that are coming. But when blessings are coming, the enemy also knows you got Amicalite type spirits that are going to want to try to delay them. So, you know, if you get a positive dream of something uh, that you know you've been praying for and the Lord's showing you, 
then you're going, surely you will come to pass. You're writing it. However, you're also coming against spirits that would try to delay it. You rebuke any spirit that would try to hamper that dream or vision. That's right. Very important, guys. Navigating in the spirit realm. Now, um, obviously, if you have a dream about somebody uh, getting into a car accident, you just don't sit around with that, people. You bind that dream in Jesus' name. Dream of such and such getting into this accident. I am using the authority the Lord has given to me. I've been made a king and a priest, says the word of God, and I bind that dream. You will not come to pass in Jesus' name. And Lord, I ask for angels to surround and camp around that person and protect them and shield them from this accident. I break this accident. I bind it. And any spirits that have been assigned to trying to bring it to come to pass, I come against you in Jesus' name. And I push you back. And Lord, I pray for angels to be loosed against such and such, to surround and camp and protect them from this accident. And Lord, I thank you for it. I thank you for the spiritual wisdom on how to deal with this. Amen. In Jesus' name. You see where I'm going with this? You get a good dream. You get a dream about promotion or ministry or operating in healing gifts, taking it to a new level of the anointing. How about that? That's something you'd write Habakkuk 2 to it. You'd make it plain on the table. That's faith, isn't it? The Word of God says to do it. You do it. You don't do it, then you're not doing faith, are you? It's your choice. (laughs) You want to please God? It says it's impossible to please God without faith. If you want to please God, this simple steps in Scripture, folks. It's a very practical thing I'm going over here. You know he speaks to us in a dream. Job 33, 15. That's how he speaks. You see all throughout Scripture, the patriarchs being directed by dreams. You think he's changed? You think God said, oh, wow, uh, you know, I used to speak to my children in dreams, and I always have, but you know what? Not anymore. Nope. Done. Let everybody think they're pizza dreams. They're, hey, it's all pizza dreams. God changes not. He has not changed. You know what has changed? The cake, bake, flim, flam messages that are going out, which I'm going to be getting into that too on another message. But this is all about navigating in the spirit. I want people to be victorious. I want people to be raised up in healing and deliverance. I want people to go forward in authority. Commanding healing, speaking healing. Woman, thou art loosed. Oh, I love that. How could you not love that? Isn't that great? It's great. How would you like to just go up to somebody, see yes, you know, somebody, hey, whoa, whoa. Hey, I'm going to, I'm going to, God has made me a king and a priest. Oh, my Lord. Wow. I don't think I can unmake myself. I'm going to move in what he made me. And you're going to minister in the kingly anointing at that moment. You're going to say, at this moment, combo package engaged. I'm in king anointing. And walk up to somebody that's battling an infirmity. 
You come against it, you say, I loose this infirmity in Jesus' name. Depart! You curse the fruit of the demon. I just had three kittens in the back shed over here. Maria came in all frantic uh, a few days back. Said they had eye herpy. I said, you know what? Reggie had um, my dog 20 years ago had um, uh, cysts in his paws. He couldn't walk. It was terrifying. And uh, I had just learned about someone cursing a wart and it fell off. So I said, you know what I'm going to do? I I went online and said, uh, we'll never, never go away. I said, I don't believe that. I rebuke that. I put oil on each of his paws because there was three of them, three cysts between his paws. Blood was coming out. It was infected. I put oil on each of them. I said, I curse this cyst in Jesus' name. I curse this cyst in Jesus' name. I thank you, Lord, for healing Reggie. I went to bed. Next day I checked. Not only were the cysts gone, it was all dry looking and beautiful. And he wasn't in pain anymore. And they never came back. Cursed the fruit of the demon. I withered it by the power of God. So she comes in with these eye herpes, three of them. And uh, here's the true story. I said, you know what? I remember Reggie had these cysts. I said, why don't we pray right now and curse that herpes ulcer? So we did it. We prayed. I said, I curse this herpes demon. All the fruit coming against this uh, her, their eye it was like an ulcer coming around, swelling. We cursed the herpes manifestation in Jesus' name. Next day I go out there. I don't see any of them have eye herpes. So I said, wait a minute. You just said there's three of them had eye herpes. She says, yeah. I said, well, there's none. But there's one left, actually, if you want to know the truth. There's one. So we're going to be coming against that tonight. However, the other two were healed overnight, which is a miracle because this eye herpes is, you know, pretty grueling. So you see the power of, of speaking and severing and using the curse of the fig tree on that fruit. I, I ministered the curse of the fig tree on the fruit of that demon. Okay. Demon could still be there. I got to still get it out, cast it out. However, its fruit was just withered. Woman, thou art loosed, binding, loosing, cursing the fruit of a demon. If a cancer demon is making a a tumor, curse the tumor in Jesus' name. Loose. Say, I loose this from, I loose this infirmity. Go to the pit in Jesus' name. This is all operating in spiritual authority, folks. We need to start doing doing this. This is the key to navigating in the spirit. And uh, we went over Luke 13. Woman, thou art loosed. That's a beautiful one, right? I love it. I love that. Job, we know he speaks to us in dream. Habakkuk, he says, write the dream. That's right. Ephesians, we know everybody uses this. Wow, God doesn't want you to get a gun or anything. This has to do with demons. Paul's trying to tell us how to deal with demons here in Ephesians 6. Um, 
that's about it with the navigating in the spirit realm. I wanted to give you a couple examples of what I've gone through uh, over the years. Okay, that's just a couple. However, um, do you have anything to add to that, Brother uh, Allen? Yeah, I had in 2011. I had this uh, boil growing on my right leg. Oh, beautiful! And uh, I popped, I popped it a few times and um, kept growing back. So I finally got smart and I cursed it in Jesus' name. And uh, then what happened is uh, I noticed about five or six weeks later that it had turned black and it was coming out. So when I cursed it, it died. I only cursed it one time and it just died. And it came out as this black paste, and I still got the scar on my leg, but it's gone. It's dead. And um, hallelujah. Well, whatever listeners we had, we probably just lost them talking about your ass boil. No, on my my leg. God. My leg. Oh, okay. Uh, Brother JV? Yeah, Richard. um, Once upon a time, like years ago, I remember I had this nail on my thumb. That was like ingrown to my my um into my my skin for years, and it kept growing crooked. And just one day, I just got fed up because it just kept growing crooked. And I tried to cut it, and you know, even you know, even if I were to go to the doctor, they would you know give me medication for it. But however, I never did go to the doctors. But I I said one day I just took authority over it. I said in Jesus' name, I don't recall exactly what I said. Um, I'm going pro- I'm probably going back. Um, uh, I don't know, maybe like four or five years ago, maybe longer. Um, and I just took authority over it. And then after like a month, I just started seeing my nail just growing back normal. And now it's, it's 100%. And after like two months, it was, it was perfect. Yeah. So I know exactly what you mean. That's nice. Amen. What'd you think about Alan's ass boil? Oh, leg. Uh, no comment. <laughs> no leg. Oh, it was leg. Leg boil. Oh, my God, bro. <laughs> On my shin. Goodness. I just can't believe it. This is like our second show. and it, uh, You know what? I'm going to call this ass boil. Great. Thanks a lot, bro. Uh, you're all welcome. Um, all right. So here's the deal, folks. I was going to get into something else, but it, that's going to be. That's going to be a whole nother topic I don't want to delve into right now because we've got to start coming against some uh, false prophetic things going on. So Watchman Radio is going to be doing probably two to three shows a week. Um, going to be getting... Uh, today was more of a test run because I had to test the FCC line, uh, which will take call-ins. So if you're going to be calling in for prayer, you're going to be calling in... Um, let me see. Yeah, so the call-in line would be 669-275-1343. And once you're in there, you just hit 941. It'll raise your hand. So that's going to be um, when we have guests on. So you can count on John Kyle. You can count on John Ramirez coming. He, he's ready now. It's just that I had to test this gear to make sure. Actually, I'm having a couple more issues, but it's minor. And then, um, of course, uh, getting Russ Dizdar on. You know, the, the whole role of watching radio guests. And, um, of course, getting back doing Crusades. We've been talking to Brother John Ramirez about that. 
And uh, we're going to talk about that. We got a uh, a deliverance book coming out. So that's going to be big. You can count on a lot of uh, powerful teachings are going to be coming out of Watch Radio. And we're going to be speaking against some cake big flim flam uh, doctrines that have been going on and prophetic words that have failed and need to be dealt with. That's right. There's a lot of wackos that have manifested over the years that have not been caught. You know what? There has to be there has to be accountability. There has to be some accountability with the false prophetic. False prophetic is not a game, folks. I know you think you could skip on by speaking presumptuously in the name of the Lord, but you can't. It's a it's a curse unto you. Okay, you need to renounce the false prophetic. False prophetic, we see in the book of Jeremiah with uh, Hananiah. God killed him for speaking presumptuously. He wanted a good message. He had a prophet's name. He looked great. People would circle around him. Surely Nebuchadnezzar, says the Lord, will not enter into this city, says the Lord God. And Jeremiah was sitting there. Amen. He said, Amen. Mocking him. Because he knew it wasn't coming to pass. We're going to be getting into the false streamer prophetic, and how God had to kill him. So if we know God kills people that speak presumptuously, it's not necessarily going to work out too good for folks that are skimming along, missing it prophetically, and not humbling themselves and renouncing it. You will go deeper in false prophetic when you don't when you when you embolden yourself and harden yourself in false words, you get worse. You don't get better. I'm telling you. I've been around the prophetic for years. I have prophesied things through dreams that have actually come to pass. Just go to the Watchman Radio Facebook group. I'll strike the head of the serpent Facebook group. They're all posted there, most of them. Twin Towers, John McKay dying. That's right. God gave me a dream of him dying. Came to pass, didn't it? They're all recorded with the dates uh, and when they came to pass. They're all a picture of them on my Facebook wall when, when I had them and then them coming to pass. That's a good thing. The only good thing about Facebook is you can go back in time. Now, have I missed it? Yeah. I had an unction about William Barr. I felt like the Lord was telling me that he'd be good, and uh, that was an unction, not a dream. I just had an inner witness, and I renounced that, that I was wrong. I went on Facebook. I asked God to forgive me, and I had to chastise myself several times. Okay, that's how serious I take this. If you're going to harden yourself in false words, you're going to get worse. You're going to get harder and harder in your false words. 
You're going to become a whirlwind of false words. God's going to make you to be a fool. And then you'll die and probably go to hell. If you killed Hananiah, I think it's Jeremiah 22, I'm not sure, for a false word, what makes you any better? What makes you think that you're going to skate on by? You don't think Hananiah is going to be raised up and say, well, wait a minute, you killed me, and all these false words, wackos, are just going around? Don't work that way, folks. You got to renounce the false words. And you need to be called out a lot, a lot of you wackos. I'm sorry. And I, I see you're getting worse. That glaze is starting over your eyes already. You're, you're becoming a false pinwheel. A false prophetic pinwheel pinhead is manifesting. And God's not going to, you're not going to make it, I'm telling you. I've seen this before. I've been through it. I've been around a long time. And uh, we're going to be getting into that again. I got multiple messages on this over the years, just like Hananiah is one of them from 2005. Uh, But Watcher Radio is back. We're going to be dealing with the false prophetic pinwheel pinheads. That's going to be the name of the broadcast. We're going to be calling this out. It has to happen, folks. We can't have this. We can't have all this disarray. We can't have all this confusion. It's not good. However, uh, I wanted to get into more more things. I know Brother Allen, um, what was I going to say? The the spiritual... uh, headwind we're in now with the election what's going on with that uh there's errors there's audits going on in arizona there uh and uh the audit in georgia has been delayed but not denied okay. that gives them more time to perfect it so um hopefully they'll be done with uh the arizona audit in right. about two weeks maybe a month at the most excellent that's another thing we're pr- we have prayer um that same number I gave you earlier, uh, we have prayer there every uh, Monday, Wednesday, and f- uh, Saturday. Every Monday and Wednesday at 6.30. We're praying about all this, folks. We're binding all the demons that are helping the satanic libtards because they're satanic. Uh, and they're involved in witchcraft. They're, they're very well aware, aware of witchcraft. Don't think they're not using blood ritual, blood sacrifices, Raping children. These are sick bastards. Okay? Who do you think whacked Je- Jeffrey Epstein? This is the so-called elites. They're all about child sacrifice. These are sick people. That's why they love abortion so much. That's right. So we're going to be touching on some of that also. However, they want someone like brain-dead Biden in there because he's just a puppet. So they're moving along all their Marxist programs. We're praying for all these elections to get uprooted and exposed. Uh, and we need 2022. We need a real big win there. Uh, thank God everybody should be praying for Joe Manchin too, right? Thank God for Joe Manchin. 
stopping these satanic libtards. Uh, on a side note, I wanted to get into something about the UFOs. Uh, I've done multiple shows on this. Um, so we'll be touching on that. We're going to be two to two to three shows a week. So during this week, we're going to be having a show on the demonic powers of Satan and the UFO deception uh, and the uh, speaking presumptuously in the name of the Lord. Look for those two messages this week uh, in the podcast and the YouTube feed and so on. Uh, Brother Allen, do you have anything you would like to uh, minister on? Do you have, Lord, have anything on your heart? Not today. Thanks for asking, Brother Richard. Okay. Uh, Brother JV, you want to chime in with anything encouraging? Yeah, I, I was just thinking, like, man, like in the past couple of, well, especially the last year or so, how many Red Sea moments do we have? You know, like you just mentioned Joe Manchin. That's a Red Sea moment. If he would have said yes, I mean, wow, we would have, uh, everything would have just crumbled. The whole the right. United States would just would have turned into like socialism, communism. So just saying the last year is just, it's just been a, a horrific year. And thank God for praise. I mean, and thank God for all these great prayer groups that are, you know, just keep, uh, unif- uh, you know, keep coming together in unity. And as right. John Ramirez says, you know, there's, there's power in unity. I learned a lot of my spiritual warfare from John Ramirez. So, and I thank God for your, you know, your prayer group, uh, which I'm in, and Alan and everyone else. Uh, it's been a blessing. So, we, we, yeah, we love you there too. Praise God. Praise God. Amen. Uh, yeah, we're going to be doing uh, Friday night prayer calls. People want to call in for prayer. Uh, so look for that. I'm going to be advertising that. Might even start this Friday. So we're going to have call in live prayer. That's right. We are going to exercise the power and the authority. You just don't talk about it. You have to demonstrate. Like the Apostle Paul said, I didn't come to you just in words, but with demonstration of the fire of God. And that's what we're all about, folks. Come to strike the head of the serpent meeting. You're going to see the fire of God move, I assure you. Incidentally, I wanted to show that picture with the manual with fire coming out of the manual that picture is amazing I'll, I'll post that in the next show during the week so yeah probably have a show Friday probably have a show Saturday and probably have a show next Sunday or something midweek I don't know but um, we have prayer groups all throughout the week and um, that's about it I believe Yeah, next week we're going to have a guest Prior be John Ramirez. Um, it might be multiple guests. I don't know. Might have uh, Russ Dizdar on. I got to give him a call. And uh, look for great teachings to come here. We want everybody moving in authority and anointing. Uh, we want to be praying for folks, lifting folks up. That's what this channel is all about, guys. And of course, getting striked ahead of the serpent meetings, which we do on the ground uh, back in action that's that's the whole game plan here that the manual deliverance book coming out uh and demonstration all right so i'm excited about it are you excited about it alan i am very excited about it yeah he sounds very excited brother jv we already know is 
So we're going to end it with that, guys. I feel pretty good about it, and uh, we'll see you during the week. How about that? Praise God. Farewell. Lord loves you, and we love you, but the Lord loves you a hell of a lot more than we do. Take care, guys. Bless you all. Bless everyone.